Good Easter. Yeah, it was alright. How was yours? Yeah, it was alright, mate. Football's back, wasn't it? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Anything that's not football? Not a lot, really. Got a drunk, bought a Nando's, cooked a lamb. Did you cook a lamb? No, it's in the fridge, obviously. Um, Cheeky Nando's. Yeah, yeah. What's, Just nice to have days off work, isn't it? What sauce do you go for? Uh, I'll go for hot. Hot. I always go for hot. Yeah, what? Hot. hot all over, or do you go for a mix? So when I when I go to Nando's, I usually order medium on my food. Right. But then I'll go and get a hot sauce and top it up with hot, which when you, when you say it, sounds absolutely nuts. You might as well just get hot, right? Yeah. But I guess I, I, guess I like... Is that a hot and a half? Do you call that hot and a half? I'll have a half a, half a chicken, hot and a half. <laughs> and that, <laughs> I don't know, I, th- I think... Maybe I should just order hot. Yeah, I've got to say hot works. Um, I never go, ooh, not hot enough. Wish I had a medium undertone. <laughs> I've, never, I've never really thought like that. But yeah, I had a Nando's. Um, what did you get up to? Anything exciting? So that isn't just a Nando. <laughs> what did I get up to? So I went cycling on Sunday. Yeah. Cycled forty-four kilometers on a mountain bike. Yeah. It was good fun, and then had a barbecue. Yeah. Um, Which you could do on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, I'm sure I did some. Oh, I went around the harbour, had some drinks. What did you do Saturday morning, Stephen? I organised an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Jurassic, Jurassic Park themed. Mm, yeah, it wasn't for me, for the record. <laughs> no, it wasn't for it. was just for me. I thought I'd organise myself an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. I, I, I find that the fun goes when you know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose. And did you find the final leg? The big one? There yeah. There was a big one at the end, didn't there? Yeah, there's a big one at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it obviously wasn't for me. It was for a child. Which all sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Just a random child you yeah. decided to pick. Got the golden ticket on the street. I said, do you want Easter egg hunt? He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me go tell my parents. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you had a bit of Easter fun. I didn't really do anything that Eastery. Do you have any eggs? I had an egg, yeah. Yeah. A mini egg egg. A mini egg egg? Yeah, it was like uh, you get a chocolate egg and then a couple of packs of mini eggs. Yeah. Um, which are elite chocolate, by the way. They shouldn't be just an Easter thing. Easter chocolate is the best chocolate, would you agree? No. Okay. Why is, it, why is Easter the best chocolate? Um, it's, I find the chocolate's cheap. I find the Easter egg chocolate cheap, but what I mean is the Easter kind of seasonal products they bring out, the mini eggs, the cream eggs... The egg and spoon. I've only ever had two in my life, and I remember they were fantastic. You see, you know, they come in the actual cartons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. They're really good. Cadbury's, yeah. They're really good. Should we get on with it? Yeah, let's get on with it. What are we going to talk about? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, look, we got the return to football. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the return of local football, uh, which was great. Uh, We're going to look at the six-week review report card of... Joey Barton and Nigel Pearson, see how yeah. they've got on. Uh, we're going to be looking at the centre backs for the Brisbane Eleven, yeah, and just discussing all things Rovers and City in the in the news for the last couple of weeks. Lovely stuff. I'm Coops. That's Patrick, and this is Brizzle Kicks. So, Patrick, not going well down at the gate, is it? What have you got? Coventry 3, Bristol City 1, Bristol City nil, Stoke City 2, Bristol City nil, Rotherham 2, Blackburn nil, Bristol City nil. And you, you did say that was a good result, and I mocked you at the time, but actually, it looks like it's quite a good result, a point away at Blackburn, considering you're, you're, you've lost three on the trot, conceded... Seven goals and scored one. Let's say what you want about, you know, Rotherham, Stoke, Coventry. Uh, they're great sides, mate. Great sides. Uh, yeah, it's been crap, mate. We can't score. I don't mind. I don't mind conceding that many. I just don't like not scoring them. <laughs> you don't mind conceding many. 
No, I don't. I don't really care. I don't. I honestly would rather watch us lose six five <laughs> than win one nil. Yeah, I think so. Especially at the moment when you're not in the ground, and like you pay that tenner, you mm. kind of want value for for the tenner. You did pay for it on Saturdays, or well, didn't you? For the first time, you you went against your your philosophy for the rest of the season of. Not spending another penny on the club. Yeah, yesterday to be fair, Easter Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like Jesus, I uh, I rose. You see, just like Jesus. <laughs> no, I just thought. Well, yeah, I wasn't up so much, and I regret every second of it. <laughs> and honestly, if I just listen to myself a bit more often, um, you'd be ten pound up. I'd be ten pound up, um, and yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have to keep saying. That I that I just don't want to watch Bristol City anymore. They're rubbish. They are. None of the players look interested. Um, or, you know, maybe a couple, but none of them really look that bothered. Uh, it does just feel like we're closing out the season in, in really, really boring and sort of just nothing it's, going on. It's not that boring. You're, you're, there's lots of goals in your game. So from a neutral's point of view, it's pretty good. You're guaranteed goals, it seems. Just not in the, just not enough chances for a Bristol City fan. You see, yeah. and it's not even the goals. We don't even take shots. I honestly don't think we had a shot. It took the Coventry player yesterday to slot Naki Wells through. <laughs> he, he did a dodgy back pass, and Naki Wells went, "What's this?" He went, "Oh, I must have to tap it in here," and so he did. But um, yeah, they don't look too interested. I'm sure they are, but um, but yeah, from a fan's point of view, and and people are getting really irate that they're just not putting it in. And, and at the moment, all we've got, obviously that hasn't, um, that's not going to last too long, but all we have had for the past, God knows however months, is watching our teams on, on telly. And that's all we've really had in our lives, apart from a bit of work maybe. Um, mm. And then when, you know, players who are going around for 30 grand a week, not putting it in, you can understand why people get annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, True. But uh, you've got your new player, Danny Simpson. Obviously, Nigel Pearson is continuing the Bristol City transfer policy of buying has-been players. Yeah. Um, uh, he def- we definitely needed cover there. And I sort of understand that he's probably come in as a kind of in-the-term-to-be-a-sort-of-coaching-role type situation. Oh, yeah. But they've stuck him in. He was crap. He was rubbish. He honestly- Premier League winner, you were saying. He is a Premier League winner. You can't take that away from the man. Like you say, he'd wear the, the medal everywhere, and I'm sure yeah. he does, right? Yeah. But but he was rubbish. He, he didn't have any Premier League class. I guess that shows why it didn't work out at Huddersfield. <laughs> so, um, yeah, obviously, the, yeah, there was a backlash with his signing as well. The only thing I like about the signing is it does seem that he's kind of, Pearson has gone, right, I'm bringing in Danny Simpson, and they've done it. Um, mm. You know, it doesn't seem like that Mark Ashton had much to do with it. So that's the only thing I'll say about that signing that gives me a glimmer of hope. On the pitch, rubbish. Let's hope he signs uh, some more of those uh, Leicester City Premier League winners. Like maybe, was it uh, Fuchs? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's pretty finished now. He's not finished. Ma- maybe you'll get... He's from the... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, he's only 28. Maybe you'll get Jamie Vardy in about six years. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe a bit less. Uh, who, who's, the, who's the centre-back at Leicester? Where's Morgan? Yeah, he's probably yeah. on. The, he he is a Bristol City sign if, if I've ever seen one. He is, isn't he? To be honest, you can see where's Morgan coming back. I I can see it now in August. I uh, know um, July, him holding a Bristol City shirt up. Where's Morgan? Where's Morgan signs for City? Gallagher, Andy King, Andy King. Yeah, yeah there's gonna uh, there's gonna be some players it's coming perfect. back. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's almost setting up perfectly to Pearson to kind of. It's it's like the Chicago Bulls documentary, isn't it? Well, they bring that manager back and he brings all the players back together. Your yeah. Rodmans, uh, obviously your Michael Jordans. Um, just this time it happens to be Wes Morgan and Andy King. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, we'll see. I, I, I am excited. I will say I'm excited for the summer. I just wish Lansdowne would stick his pen on, on the paper and go, right, sign that, Pearson's in, do what you've got to do and just have a bit of pride in what we're doing. It's just, it just is a bit embarrassing, mm. I've got to say. Um, well, we'll come on to Pearson and Barton in a bit to see how well they've done. Yeah. However, you know, just looking at your results, it couldn't come at a better time of you naming your new tra- training facilities 
the high performance center. What is all that about? Uh, like, talk okay. about the sheer ego of this club to name their training. Not even like, not even Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, name any of their academies the high performance thing. They don't need to name but it. But Bristol City have decided, yeah, we're going to name it the high performance center. The thing with Liverpool, Man United, and Man City is that they. Um, they perform at a high level all the time. They don't need a high performance. Well, I think Liverpool fans, United fans, would probably argue that point. Right, and that's their problem. But yeah. that's a, that's a discussion <laughs> for a different day, right? Obviously, it's just nice that they finally they just gave a, the last little job to Lee Johnson just to name a new <laughs> training ground. Um, and yeah, the high performance centre. Look, for me, you'd call like a bit inside the training ground the high performance centre. Yeah. We're just off to do some yoga at the HPC. Come on, boys. Would that be next door to? Uh, Nigel Pearson's room with the light. Yeah, yeah, the fight square. Yeah, the fight yeah, square. yeah. That's where, yeah, that is where he, any disagreements, two men enter, one man leaves. And um, 100% of the time, Nigel Pearson's the one that leaves. It's like, it's like uh, in Creed, the movie, when they, you, you have to have one foot in the, in the tyre. At all times. At all times, you can't leave the t- the person that leaves the tire first loses. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Um, so yeah, so maybe yeah, maybe you'd have the door to the high performance center next. No, to you know, you just named your whole training facilities the high performance center. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, we don't help ourselves. The e- the ego of Bristol City Football Club is just mesmerizing. And to be fair, it probably gets you to where you are. I think my well, if, if, about... if we could just have a pinch of that egotistical. Yeah. Mentality, we might be mid-table. Well, to be honest, yeah, you're not exactly humble yourselves because <laughs> that tarmac that was unveiled, you were pretty happy about that. And there are plenty of clubs <laughs> out there who, who you know, it's look a, at that tarmac. There's a good bit of tarmac in there. Exactly. Um, so, no, it's embarrassing. Of course it is. Um, especially because I just don't understand what they've called it that. I don't when, when was the last academy graduate to play for England at Bristol City? Or any, when was the last Bristol City player to get to international level at, in the English game? Uh, what, like senior international level? Tammy Abraham, but you know, he's Chelsea. He basically came and got fit at Bristol City. Oh, well, he obviously didn't come up through the academy. I would ask, or obviously ask the same about Bristol Rovers as well. Have you ever had an academy? Uh, well, Ricky Lambert. Played at England. Yeah, but he didn't come up through the Bristol oh, Rose Academy. Much, we pretty much made him, didn't we? Well, that's the question you asked, though, isn't it? Jack, well, Jack Butler didn't actually play for Rose, did he? No. This is what I'm saying. So, I mean, I mean, I don't think you're at Bristol Rovers Academy. Um, with the... Yeah, but we're not the ones naming our training facilities the High Performance Centre. Uh, what's your training man called? The Courses. Right. Right. Is that... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why is it called the Courses? Because there's four pitchers. So you got four quarters, okay, and we play in quarters, and it's the headquarters. Yeah, so it's yeah. quite clever, really. It is good, but I have to say the sign um, is just a bit of tarpaulin, isn't it, with the quarters written onto it, and it's tied up by string against the fence. Wouldn't have it any other way. No, no. But uh, Look, yeah, it's embarrassing. Um, the only thing I'll say, yeah, yeah, I saw someone on Twitter saying we might be better off suited our training round being the BRI. Um, with the amount of injuries you've had uh, and it would save an absolute fortune I completely agree with that sentiment or just the retirement centre for all the old players that are coming your way (laughs) yeah there is a nice reading room uh, and a conservatory at the back (laughs) anyway on the other side of the city I'm jumping on the bandwagon yeah let's get on this we're staying up after after our win yesterday right uh, stumbling our way through to a 2-1 victory over Donny yeah yeah Um, like thoughts Thoughts on the game first. Oh, I fell, a, I fell asleep for the second half. That's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, yeah. You're obviously buzzing about the result. Yeah. Um, that McCormack looked good, though. Yeah, he's the um, he's the 2021 version of Andy Rammel. Andy Rammel. Yeah. Tell, tell me about Andy Rammel. So he's the he's the 38-year-old striker we brought in in 2003 mm. when we were down the bottom of League Two, and he came in and. Bagged a load of goals, kept us up. Okay. Retired. And that's it. And, played, and... played eight games, became a club legend. Yeah. Saved us from relegation or just delayed it for, uh, what, 15 years nearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, did a job. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Luke McCormack is just suddenly bagging goals from everywhere at the moment. 30 yards, 20 yards, fox in the box. Young player well, as well. I said, 
Yeah, he's on loan from Chelsea, mind. Well, there we go. <laughs> um, but, you know, what the real... I don't know if you've seen, but the real reason why our results... Turn, well, I say our results are turning around. We've won one game. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> results are turning around. Uh, no, I don't... Yeah, enlighten me. Oh, yeah, good word. The... Joey Barton held an Easter Sunday service at training <laughs> on the Mem. Right, so he, Reverend Joey Barton, Rever- yeah, Rev- yeah, the Rev. What, what did? So what, what kind of thing was he doing in his ceremony? Um, <laughs> According to an interview with the Goal Machine, Luke McCormick. Yeah. On Sunday they had a training session on the pitch. Right. Twenty four hours before the big game against Doncaster and. Yeah. Um, so yeah, apparently he recited the Lord's Prayer on the pitch, and, and it works. So technically, God is on our side now. You reckon? Yeah. So we're staying up. Not that I'm religious in any shape or form, but well, I think once God gets involved, hmm. you've got a good chance. Uh, but to me, from an outsider and from someone who's obviously not a lunatic, Joey Barton is losing the plot, right? Because everything he's done up to now has suggested that he's an absolute liability. <laughs> That's a bit harsh, but uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, let's talk about that then. So it's been six, seven weeks since Nigel Pearson and Joey Barton both graced Bristol to take on the roles at Rovers and City. The Rovers and City fans have gotten to know the managers quite well, but it's still very early days. It's like when you start dating someone mm. and... Uh, the honeymoon period, if you like, you get a bit of bit of leeway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now you're starting to slowly find out more about them. Mm. Let's sort of analyse whether this relationship should continue. Okay. Or whether you know it's been fun. But that's it. But that's it. Right. So um, let's say it all began. Yeah. On an episode of Take Me Out. Okay. First one down on the lift is Nigel Pearson. Yeah. What what song is he coming down to? Um, I have the tiger, mate. I have the tiger. Yeah, it's look, it's cliche. We know it. Pearson is cliche, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's I have the tiger, mate. And he's and he's giving it some. <laughs> he is giving it some. He's well, the, 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 the guns, he's right? The guns, mate. Yeah. Bang bang! I'm Pearson like that. You reckon you come down to the guns? I reckon you just come down standing like stiff. Or do you think? Yeah, do you think maybe it's I have the tiger, or even like some really like disgusting drum and bass song? And he's just dead pan face. He's just yeah. dead as you like. And he's looking down and he's just means business. You ever seen the video of the Techno Viking? No. Oh, well then, get on that. <laughs> and he's just there and he's stood there and it's just chaos around him. All the girls are going wild and he's just there <laughs> nodding. He's just nodding along. Yeah. So, yeah. He, so he gets down there. Mm. Hi, I'm Nige. I'm 57 and I'm from That's Nottingham. awful. <laughs> That is awful. I'm not even going to pretend I can do it, but that is awful. Um, yeah, I'm Nigel from Nottingham, right? Yeah. yeah. So all all the lights stay on. Yeah. Because he is going to take you to the promised land. Yeah. Per- no yeah. questions asked. No, I think when he was appointed as manager, everybody was pretty happy. I think because it was fresh. I don't think I don't think I heard one sort of moan. Or groan that that was a that was a bad thing. So yeah, all the lights stay on. Yeah, all the city fans below the lights stay on. Yeah, they're all, they're all sort of panicking for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I won't, yeah, I won't get that far. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they're yeah, they're happy with the signing, definitely. So he's joined the club. Everyone's happy. No one's like this is a bad decision. So things are going pretty well. Yeah, from the, from the off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's got to do. He's got to portray his talents. I think you get to choose whether you do an embarrassing video or show a talent, right? Yeah. Um. So for this one, we'll do both. And the person doing the video for Nigel Pearson is the Leicester Live reporter, who he's called an ostrich, <laughs> right? And he's there and he's going. I think. You know, Nige, he's given me some really good answers over the years. Um, but one day, just randomly, he asked if I was an ostrich. <laughs> and a few lights go off. Only a couple. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? It's football. It's what we're all here for. Yeah. Pew, pew, <laughs> pew. Good impression. And that's it, right? And that's it. Yeah. 
Um, and that's his video. And I don't think many go off. It's a bit silly, the old ostrich thing. Maybe a clip of him sort of throttling that player on the sideline. That comes on as well. Another pew. But, but that's it. That's it. I think people are still on board with what he's doing. Mm. Even after the embarrassing video, yeah. Yeah. Then maybe after that, the, um, the talent comes. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I think Pearson, he stands up and just like Mike Bassett, <laughs> gives a poem from Rudyard Kipling. Uh, and he recites that in his sort of Nottingham deadpan accent. Yeah. Um, and a few go off, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit dreary sometimes. A bit. Yeah, he, all right. He's <laughs> Very dreary. Yeah, I can't say his personality's <clears throat> like... He's obviously just a well-measured 57-year-old bloke, right? But I want a bit of pizzazz when I go to the football, you know? This is professional football. You know, you want a bit of pizzazz. I think my light goes off at that point. Yeah. So yeah. so there you go. It started start reasonably well. He's got himself a date. Yeah. Um, they were off the Isle of Fernando's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the things start to... Cracks start to form. You know, he lost... Three on the trot without scoring effectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess this is at the end of the six-weeker kind of thing. Yeah, they yeah. come back from Ardo Fernandes. Nigel and Bristol City come back on the show, or the Bristol City fan base come back on the show. In the brand new studio. In the, the high-performance studio. The high-performance show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, was it Ardo Fernandes after or something like that? I don't know. The... Um, so now they're talking, and it's like, uh, you know, how 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 did the Isle of Fernandez go? Is this is, mm. is this something we're going to continue? Yeah. What is Bristol City's fans' opinion on whether Nigel Pearson should still be? Should, should you still be in a relationship with Nigel Pearson? Um, I don't want to speak on behalf of the whole fan base. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm very much qualified for that. Absolutely, but there are conditions. Yeah. Right? What are the conditions? Right. The conditions in a footballing term the condition should be he gets complete control mm. right obviously in a relationship that's not great <laughs> i'm not going to pretend that's a good thing but he gets complete control of transfers and if that is the case he also gets to sign pretty soon he gets to move in pretty quick do you know what I mean? He, so there's no joint bank account here. He's getting the... There's no, no, no. God, no. <laughs> he gets the money. He earns the money. Goes out and he keeps the money. Um, and he gets to move in pretty quick. Yeah. Now, I think most Bristol City fans would take that going forward. Absolutely. But he gets a good long summer with them. Good long summer. Maybe they go travelling. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you take, take the City fans travelling... The relationship will flourish. Blossom. Get Blossom. Out, get it out of the, the stresses of Bristol life. Take it abroad. Yeah, take it abroad, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking Bali. <laughs> I'm thinking Australia. Somewhere like that. Somewhere lovely that they can just get on and enjoy yeah. their lives. Well, that, sounds, that sounds pretty rosy then over in the res, red half of Bristol, despite the results. Uh, look, the results are crap, but the relationship will flourish. Yeah. Have faith. He's, he's, he's still the one, is he? He is still the one. In my eyes, he's still the one. Yeah. Uh, Barton. So. Coming down the lift. Comes down with I Shot the Sheriff by Bob Marley. Yeah, of course. Yeah. After, obviously, he's obsessed with apparently rice and things now at the bottom of Gloucester Road. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was obviously a picture of him and Clint Neal in there. Yeah, so he um, clearly likes a bit of reggae. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Um, and he likes to shoot all the old sheriffs down, so. Not in a cool way, though, like in a bit of a sort of David Brent way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like you reckon, the reggae. You reckon he'd come down, he come down with his hat on his glasses? Yeah. Yeah. He, he loves that baseball cap, doesn't he? Yeah, it doesn't come off. Does it? No, no, no. Well, that thing's glued to his head. Yeah, when he goes yeah. to bed with it on. Yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, always getting some, somebody's paying a bit of money to wear that on every interview, aren't they? Yeah. Or they go, you know, what's what you got on there? He's my thinking cap. Yeah. I never take the thinking cap off. So he, he, he comes down, I reckon he's just sort of grooving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any finger guns? No finger guns for Joey Barton, I don't think. I don't think he's he's too hard for that. I'll tell you what he does. He's had a point before <laughs> and a shot at WKD, right? And he starts doing the sprinkler. <laughs> and he is sprinkling down that field. I reckon he is. He's going for someone. Take me out. Yeah, and then uh, lights 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot of Rovers fans when he came in, obviously 
wasn't that happy about the appointment. Mm. Uh, variety of reasons, not enough experience, despite yeah. Fleetwood finishing higher than Rovers in, <laughs> in, in League One yeah, for a number of years. Some, so some people just can't be pleased. No, uh, and a lot of people were were sort of judging him on his criminal convictions, um, and I guess that's your prerogative if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, but I would like to judge him on his football management ability. Okay. Um, so 50-50. Yeah. Some lights have gone off. Do the sound. Boom, 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 boom. And then there's always the the one who's the, a bit the late, slow. The late one. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. Well. It's red Twitter. <laughs> yeah, they've read Twitter and gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom. Yeah. Uh, that, one, that one has seen everyone else go off. Yeah. Oh, better. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, video. It's onto the video of Joey Barton. Yeah, I, I think it would just be a highlights reel mm. of Joey Barton down the years, like yeah. his, his uh, red card at Manchester City. Yeah, um, stunning, I have to say. Yeah, the, the, the various headbutts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, question time? Question time. Now, yeah. question time definitely comes on. Now, I'm intrigued to this one. Do people turn their lights off on question time? Or Joey Barton's video of him on question yeah, time? Yeah, I, I think an interview would uh, come on with the woman that he said it and then the quote would come off and it go boo 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 right right okay so I don't think you're probably down about 25% lights by now yeah 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 so he's he's trying to sort of win people over really yeah so it's it's gone down because mm. quite low and it's, it's looking like it could be a blackout yeah but he does his first press conference yeah and then the people that blacked out are all of a sudden or people that have put their light out all of a sudden thinking I've made a mistake here what have I done yeah, yeah. heads in hands yeah because he comes in with this interview and, yeah. and every interview since has been captivating yeah um, so you know the lucky people that didn't judge him yeah are now in for a chance to go to Arla Fernandez with him yeah um, and be his sort of entourage and, and get little tweets of him now and then yeah oh he loves that yeah he does he's doing he? well at the PR I've got to yeah. say and but results you get pick up a couple of results and then uh, things aren't going well. And he's like he's like that person you date where they just sort of tell you how it is and you don't really know how to... Take it. Sort of respond to it or take it. And he's just calling people out yeah. all over the club. So, like, calling out Ben Garner, Paul Tisdale. And constantly going, sorry about him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry about him. He don't mean that. Yeah. But he does. <laughs> yeah. He bloody does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And... Uh, you know, you're a bit embarrassed by them, but you kind of just you kind of go with it, but yeah. because you can see the bigger picture, and you yeah. and you're like, oh, behind closed doors, he's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, he's never like he's just yeah. had a drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're still with him. Obviously, we won on we won yesterday. It's rocky though, isn't it? Yeah, it is let's rocky. be honest. Yeah, God, we got a court case coming up in the summer, <laughs> <laughs> which is never a good start to a relationship. I found no. So um, it's uh, yeah, the honeymoon period's done well. Okay, so honeymoon period, I think finished quite a while ago then. Eh? Uh, probably yeah, but it's uh, the win yesterday. Yeah, it's probably you probably start thinking, I had my reservations, but actually, we're onto something here. Is that not just a sort of token bouquet of flowers after kicking your dog down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. but also he's quite clever because he's forward thinking in his interviews all the time so like, he's even started prepping us for a relegation saying we will come back up he goes oh, well, my team is in this for the long haul we will get this right so you're thinking oh even if even if it does go down even if I even if I put on weight and yeah. uh, and I and, and, and I start going grey and bald yeah then he's still going to love me he's still going to be there yeah um, which we both know is not true <laughs> yeah um, but he also might not get a chance if but, however the Preston stuff doesn't the Preston North End stuff does make you think is he, is he doing something behind my back yeah who's he liked on Instagram yeah 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 well is he DMing somebody yeah behind what, the back yeah Telling you all the right things, so it's exciting. If anything, yeah, it's more. It's the roller coaster of that relationship. Yeah. I find, um, yeah, a bit more steady for Pearson, mm. a bit more a roller coaster for uh, Joey Barton. Yeah, but the great escape is on, and Joey Barton's gonna go down as a Bristol Rovers legend. Right, so football was back, Pat. Yes, it's back, and I couldn't be happier, to be honest. 
Yeah, you obviously managed Almondsbury Reserves in the Bristol Suburban Lockdown League. How did that go? Yeah, really good, mate. Um, look, they are just sort of glorified friendlies, aren't they? But when you're playing teams in the league above and beating them, and look, it's not even about that, to be fair. Just good to have everyone back, even training on Thursday night. Um, just just getting all your, all your mates back together, isn't it? And having a kick around. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, good. we played up Little Stoke, three pitches up there. Um, obviously filled, filled with obviously all the teams playing and you can just, just the smiles back on people's faces. Bit of, um, bit of normality in what's been a pretty crazy, you know, over a year now. Um, so yeah, just, just really good to be back. Uh, good to see some familiar faces, and obviously it's good to get the the points on the board. That's the most cliche thing I've yeah, ever said. You know? How many cliches do you want to get? In yeah, I know. I love it though. I, that's why that's my manager's general style. I know nothing about football, but I know enough about um, cliches. cliches. Yeah, um, but yeah. What about? I mean, you you were back playing, weren't you? Yeah. So obviously, I can't get into the Ormondsbury team. Uh, so I had to go on loan. Obviously, there's no. Yeah, we've yeah we've sent you out on loan. Don't think don't think there's no opportunities, but we're happy to send you out on loan. And you know what? I was I was well excited for Saturday. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like the first it was like the first game of the season again, where you've had a summer and you've done pre-season. You're like, right, I'm going to take football really seriously this year. Yeah. Well, I wasn't because it's the downs, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So like night before. You stay off the spirits, you just have a few beers. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to be hungover tomorrow, I don't want to wreck my football return. Yeah, 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 of course. So, yes, yes, you know, you, you, you have a early night-ish or a reason, normal, a normal night. As long as you get the eight hours in before yeah. sort of midday, it's all right, I find. Yeah, and you, you wake up and you, you, you kind of, you have a proper breakfast. Yeah. And then you, you, you put some music on and, you're, and you're, you put like pump-up music on and, and you're, uh, in your head, you're kind of picturing like the goal you're about the, to score the, the hat trick you're going to not just the goal the hat trick oh, right, right. the like goal saving challenge call me a realist <laughs> yeah. yeah and like this montage is going through your head with this song you're like this is, this is, I'm buzzing like yeah, yeah. drop down to the downs I'm, 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 this is going to go really well for me today yeah uh, and then like and then you have a banana you yeah don't, you don't want to miss out on your banana always have a banana for a yeah. match you, get, you make your way there you turn up you, you get properly involved in the warm up Mm. do all this warm-up stuff and, you, and again you're thinking oh I can't wait there's lovely weather yeah and it was yeah you look at the opposition and you think they look trash yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah. Oh, this, this is going to be my day yeah yeah and then you're like off the game get a picture of the match ball yeah, hat trick. yeah and then you go and then, and then the manager's like come on lads let's uh, let's go through the side and you, you go right, I'm not playing defence mm. I'm not playing midfield I must be up front and then your name doesn't come out and then it's, and then it's Right, Cooper, and then, no, no, it's always, and that leaves on the bench. <laughs> Cooper, blah, blah, and blah, blah. And then you're just thinking, oh my God, How like, this is this a sign I should retire? Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to be the person to tell you. Uh, it's quite nice you've sent you out on loan. Um, <laughs> did you get any game time? Yeah, I came on, right back. Did you score a hat trick? No. Did you do any goal-saving clearances off the line? No, I nearly passed the back pass too short, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean, that would have been an assist in some sort of in way, wouldn't way. it? Well I, will, well, I will say, like, when, you, when you've played at the um, sort of suburban league, you always kind of look down on the downs a bit. Um, yeah. Not down, but you always think it's not really serious level football so kick a on a Saturday yeah Bristol football is really quite quite big isn't it yeah. we've got so many league structures and leagues that you kind of do look at the other leagues and go oh they're not as good as our league yeah Or, um, but you've never really played it so you wouldn't even know but it is actually quite difficult okay obviously you've got the pitch which is like the moon yeah yeah. Um, but the other thing is you don't really realise it but when the ball comes to you yeah. like on like the pitches that we're playing at Ormondsbury yeah you kind of take the ball you can open your body out with your first touch and then go away. Yeah. You do that on the downs, you're out of play. Oh, they're quite narrow, are they? Yeah, so you don't have much time to get the ball under control off a ridiculous surface. Yeah. And then get out of your feet. Right. So, right. And you're, so you're happy to blame the pitch for everything you did on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and you're happy for your new sort of lonely manager um, to listen to this and to go, right, 
uh, it's obviously down to the pitch. He's obviously, you know, he's come from a really high level. We're expecting real good A really thing. high level. <laughs> Bristol Suburban. Yeah, the Suburban League, that massive level of yours. Um, so you're happy to go out on that limb, right, and blame it on the pitch? Um, yes. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll do exactly the same. Yeah. Um, we also played, we played five aside, didn't we, last Monday? And uh, Yeah, and this Monday. And the Monday just gone, yeah. Bank holiday Monday, playing five aside. I know we're a bit skink goals, but there's better things <laughs> yeah. we can be doing. I remember, I remember they used to be like, yeah, don't worry, you can play a double header next week. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, no, you have to play. You have to play. And the cost has gone up. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They have been, they have been empty, but phew, it's a blower, isn't it? Five aside. Yeah, we, yeah. It was, it was a very low moment last night playing five aside. Yeah, I've got to agree. Um, yeah, look, the opposition weren't great. What with goals is a mixed bag, isn't it? You, sometimes you play a team and they're clearly Saturday footballers and they're quite organised and, and they play quite well. You play other teams that are five-a-side teams that are mates from work, never you know don't play on a Saturday. Maybe maybe they got other there. There, there is a lot of different types of five-a-side teams, isn't there? And of you can usually tell is. by looking at them. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there's always a bloke. Now, I always find them like there's always a, there's always a bloke in, in rugby shorts. Yeah, right? yeah. Or he obviously plays rugby on a Saturday. Or yeah. even now, he obviously can't play rugby now, so he's gone. I'll give five a side a go. Yeah, yeah. So he's <laughs> and he, he turns up in those ridiculous shorts. But he always absolutely levers it from yeah. the, from from defence, and he'll always find this way into the corner at least once. He doesn't. Twice. He doesn't have moles. He just wears trainers. Yeah, yeah. Always trainers. And he'd probably be in a, like a lion shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. British lions shirt and Canterbury shorts. <laughs> And he absolutely leathers it, and he will, and he absolutely hoofs you into the board when yeah. you get close. As well. <laughs> a tackle is a shoulder barge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, you go flying off him, but and, you can't, and then he can't understand how it's a foul. And he does, yeah, but he does call the ref sir. So yeah. <laughs> it's good and bad, good and bad, get bad sides to that. Yeah, um, yeah different. Look, last night we we lost quite embarrassingly. Um, but look for us for, for me five aside it's, it's about the enjoyment isn't it and just yeah, but it, getting it, out and playing football it does still hurt when you're a team of people that have clearly had football coaching all your life yeah and then the team you play have clearly not had football coaching yeah and then you get absolutely turned over by them <laughs> maybe there's something to say for that maybe there is something to say maybe you just you've got to forget everything and yeah. start from the beginning um, I think that's a metaphor for life eh <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, it's it's good to be back though, isn't it? And what a perfect weekend for it! Why? Bank holiday weekend, sun was out. All right, the pubs aren't open. That's that's in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Mm. Um, but when I can't wait for those club clubhouses to be open, I cannot wait. Just get back with your mates, having a few pints after the game. It's the one thing that everybody does for a Saturday football, isn't it? Mm. It always starts. I remember being sixteen. And the major selling point to join men's football was because I could have a beer after with, with some blokes. Some blokes? Yeah, but like with, with, your, with your mates. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's the selling point, for me anyway. And then, and then at 18, you start going, hang on, babe, I've got a bit about me here. And then at 19, you go, no, no, I just like the pints. Yeah. Pints <laughs> is definitely what I want. Um, I'm going to take football really seriously and see, yeah. see how high I can get yeah yeah you, know, you start you join a gym that it's always like the cheap gyms anytime yeah. fitness something like that you get down there you do a couple of weeks um, and then you think actually nah nah I just like the pints on a Saturday night yeah and then and then, and then uh, it's always the Friday nights I'll go out for a few and then yeah. it, it gets to 4am and you're like oh yeah. god you stumble out of dojos at 8 <laughs> in the morning and you're like oh, footballing bloody what's that five up Jesus <laughs> Yeah, and you get so, It's all right, I'll, I'll get a couple of hours kit. Yeah, a couple of hours, I'll be fine. Yeah, and then your mate's knocking on your door. Get in the car. And get then you're the still car, trying to... You'll stop one away. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a banana, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah those, that normally is what the sort and of... Then, and then you're in a dressing room going, oh, please make me sub, please make me sub, yeah, and then you're starting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing quite worse. So I'm looking forward to those pubs being open and making those terrible decisions again um, to get drunk on a Friday night. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Pubs, football, it's all good, isn't it? Yeah. Here we go. So the Brisbane 11 then, the left-back spot has been confirmed and you have finally got a Bristol City player in there. Finally? You've had two, mate. 
Yeah, well, no, 100% of the team was Bristol Rovers. Right, so yeah. So Joe Bryan has got the left, he's got the number three shirt. One of our own. One of your own. Yeah. Uh, he's currently sitting on the bench at Fulham. Uh, uh, he's injured, but yeah. Uh, so you happy with that? Very happy, mate. Yeah, I'll take that. And look, it was an obvious choice, wasn't it? Beat Lee Brown to the left pass, which I'm a bit upset about, but, you know, I, I guess he's, Joe Bryan is a better player. And I'm glad you can admit that. Because there are plenty of Rovers fans out there who wouldn't admit that. But Joe Bryan did jump ship, whereas Lee Brown didn't. Uh, he went to Portsmouth, didn't he? So I don't know what you're on about. So, so this week we are talking about centre-backs. So we're going to pick two centre-backs each. Yeah. To go to the vote. And the two with the highest votes will get into the team. So just vote for your favourite. What makes a good centre-back? Leadership. Leadership, yeah. Um... I don't know. Maybe record appearances. Record appearances. And maybe goals. Oh, goals. Lots and lots of centre-back goals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least it's not a 2008 player. <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah, I think leadership is big. Yeah. Bravery. He's the bloke, right, when you're on a night out, punches the other bloke when it, when it all kicks off. Yeah. He's got to be... He's your captain, isn't he? He's your leader. Yeah. He, he's the bloke... Who starts the fight and finishes the fight? He's also the one that breaks it up as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he yeah. starts and then he's in the middle. Yeah, he's, yeah. Down, he gives th- a wang, goes, "Hang on, boys!" Whoa, 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 yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, and he's all, all, usually the one who you know can just flip. Yeah, and he's always the one who ends up a manager, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, That's true. So why don't you go first? Who are your two nominations? The two. Um, look. I don't think it needs introducing at all. Lewis Carey, record appearance holder for Bristol City, all time. Um, 2008. Yeah, well, look, Lewis Carey, I think he's class. You still see him knocking about then goals. Two promotions with him. Born in Bristol, again, another one. Um, Scored 15 goals in his his 646 appearances. Not very many, is it? Well, no, he's a centre-back, mate. Give him a chance. You just said it's important for a centre-back to score goals. I think I'll get there, don't you think? (laughs) Um, uh, And yeah, look, nothing more to say. Record appearance holder. Everyone knows Lewis Carey. Um, Yeah, fabulous to watch. Fabulous to watch. A centre-back, fabulous to watch. I remember he used to wear um, black and white coppers when I first started... Um, Monday hours and I just remember watching those boots and thinking I really want to be Lewis Carey and I, it turns out I was shit at centre back so I never even got a chance but um, yeah it's black and white coppers mate. I, bet, I just uh, remember the, the tongue used to flap about all the time I bet there's not many kids that say I really wish I really wish I was Lewis Carey yeah I bet there's a few mate I bet there's a few no and there was one time I was in Sports Direct and I was buying new boots, and Lewis Carey was in there buying boots as well. And I thought to myself, that's a bit weird. I thought, surely he's got sponsorships and things like that. But no, there he was, picking up a pair of boots for himself. He was probably a league one footballer at the time. Yeah, he was, and he was. Who was that nutter of a centre-back you had? Was it Sean Taylor? Sean Taylor, yeah, yeah, that was before my time, I've got to say. Um, or, or just he wasn't in the 2008 or the... Or the double win inside. <laughs> that seems to be where this is going. Well, to be honest, there is, I've had so many seasons as a City fan that they all kind of... The only ones that stick in my mind are the ones where we've actually achieved something. The rest of it just turns into kind of dribble. dribble. Um, but no, Lewis Carey stands out as one of those players. I'm going to nominate him. Right. Highest appearance. Lewis Carey, who next? Uh, Aidan Flynn. Um, 246 appearances for, for Bristol City. Um uh, 38 goals and 11 assists, which is pretty f- fucking good. Um, mm. Can't complain of that. That is an incredible goal-scoring rate for a centre-back. Yeah, I kind of think, actually, the ball went over the top of him and he couldn't really run back and he wasn't very good at recovery challenges. But playing in front, where he could score the goals and head him in and head the ball away, and as long as the, the game was in front of him, so, he was a very good defender. So do you think Lewis Carey and Aidan Flint partnership would work well together? Absolutely brilliant, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah, Carey was more of a sweeper. Um, Flint going to try and sort of win the header, stick his body in the way. Um, yeah, absolutely, 100%. That's why I've picked him, complement each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. all those goals. Um, he scored a hat-trick, mate. There aren't many centre-backs that score hat-tricks in the 8-2 win over Walsall. Um, the second goal was like a Cruyff finish. 
at the back post from a corner. It was yeah. unbelievable. Obviously, he he's now at Cardiff. So, swings and roundabouts with Aidan Flynn. That's the, the that's where the Bristol City get players go to sort of further their career, isn't it? They go to Cardiff City. I think he finds more of a Bristol City B team. Um, but I, I like to think of it. The guys are past is new for to improve their career. Well, there's that, and it obviously bigger goes club. bigger club, and it obviously goes to show how nice people. I kind of they've been in the prem. I don't. I don't mm. think necessarily day to day they're a bigger club, but I think the argument for a bigger club is where they've played. Um, but it also goes to show what a lovely city Bristol is. I know a few of them still knock about. You know, they still live down Portishead way, and they still obviously love love the city. Mm. Um, so I actually think that's quite detrimental to Bristol City, and actually quite something we've got to really address is that players are going to Cardiff for probably a little bit more money. Um, but staying and living in Bristol, why wouldn't you play for Cardiff? I suppose in their heads, they've got more chance of achieving things, which is something mm. we need to address. But anyway, that's not the point. What I'm trying to say is Aidan Flint and Lewis Carey are my two nominations for the Brazil Eleven. Thank you very much. Okay. Who are yours? So, centre-backs really don't interest me in any shape or form. Like, I couldn't care less about centre-backs, if I'm honest. Well, that's... They're just boring. Know, no, that's not true, but it yeah. Is. Um... You've got strikers who scored less than 38 goals, right? So, yeah. Um, so, first nomination okay. is Andy Tilson. Right. So, Andy Tilson made 252 appearances for Bristol Rovers. You're Googling it. No. <laughs> he, made, he made 252 appearances for Bristol Rovers. Yeah. Uh, scoring 11 goals between 1992 and 2000. Okay. Um, and he was like the centre-back that was pristine. You know, he tucked his shirt in, yeah. shorts up, socks were always like perfectly folded. Nice. Um, you know, he looked hard, but he also kind of looked very sort of astute. Soft with the ladies, hard with the men. That's it. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. Um, and he used to get man of the match like every game. Like he, used, he used to be the President's Club Man of the Match is Andy Tilson. I'm surprised they didn't give Man of the Match to um, the tea lady. The tea? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised the tea lady didn't get to do Man of the Match every week. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he, he was Rover's record signing, £370,000 in 1992. I believe that's still our record signing, which is quite tragic. Um, is it really? Yeah. That's... That's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not how much they cost. It's how good they are. Right. Okay. Um, and he's the club captain of Bristol Rovers, so you know you got you got the leadership. Yeah. Um, he scored a few goals. Yeah. It's proper centre back. Okay. Um, fast. Yeah. Could tackle on the deck. Could yeah. win the ball in the air. He's class. And then he, he left us when we, we, we missed out on promotion that, that season. Okay. And we were top of the league with 10 games to go and 10 points clear. All right. So that's my first nomination. Yeah. That's a good one. The second one, I kind of can't not vote for this player or nominate this player. Right. Uh, it's well before our times. Okay. But he's potentially like Bristol Rovers is one of the greatest players. Yeah, it would be a centre-back. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Well, you're always defending, aren't you? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Stuart Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was born in 1947. Um, unfortunately, he passed away in two years ago in 2019. Okay. Um, but like, check out this. He played 546 times for Bristol Rovers. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Yeah. He played for. Uh, 100 less than Lewis Carroll. He was an amateur player at Bristol City to start with. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't see the talent. As you say, we do breed good players. Yeah. Uh, then went on to Oldland Abertonians. Hannah Athletic before joining Bristol Rovers. Scored 28 goals in 546 games, which isn't a great goal return, not going to lie. Six foot five, so he's a giant. Yeah. Um, and So he's fit right into Oldland then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, he was known as a giant of a defender. Yeah. And in 1994, it was reported that he was the tallest man ever to play for the gas. Okay. That's, um, I mean, is that merit? I don't know. Because I can absolutely outdo you with tallest player. 
No, I'm just reading from Wikipedia. Right, okay. <laughs> and he was known for his size and his stamina. But it's between 1968... Yeah. And 1973, okay. he played 207 consecutive Football League games for Jesus the Rovers. Jesus Christ. Imagine that. Two, 207. I the, actually, the record still stands. Yeah, that's, yeah, and rightly so. Like, imagine playing 207 games without missing a game. That's unbelievable. No injuries. And with legs that big, you thought there would be injuries, you know? And in 1980, when he left Rovers... He turned down a one-year contract with Chelsea. Well, now you're taking a piss. Because all you're doing is just reading away off Wikipedia. <laughs> I, I've absolutely no doubt that the bloke's a, a gas legend. Um, he's, a, he's a trained plumber as well. <laughs> right, now, you're just ta- now you are taking a piss. But anyway... And again, the, and again no wonder he fell and, and, and he's been recently, in March 2021, was the second player to be added to the Bristol Rovers Hall of Fame. Okay. Second? Yeah. After who? Jeff Bradford. Okay. So, um, yeah, so my two nominations, Stuart Taylor and uh, Andy Tilson. Yeah, nice one. So uh, head over to our Twitter, at BrizzleKicksPod, and you can vote for who you think should be in the Brizzle 11. And we'll uh, we'll give you a week to nominate for your winner, and then we'll read them out in the next pod. I'm confident this week. No, I think, I, I think it's going to be one City, one Rovers. Well, we'll see. So, before we head off, we better preview this weekend's, weekend's fixtures. So, Really? Yeah. You're obviously really excited to buy Bristol City's upcoming games. you got Nottingham Forest at home, which have put a bit of form together, and they're going to probably continue that at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Um, the only thing I just want to see Lewis Britton start. Yeah, you've been banging on about him. Yeah, he's absolutely slotting him in for the 23s. Like, I just... Who's not putting him in there? My only thought is that they want to keep him there because he'll get more game time. Hmm. But yeah, Lewis Britton to start. Um, Nottingham Forest to win three one. Okay. Well, we got Northampton away. Yeah. Which is a big game. They're obviously down with us. So Cobblers. The Cobblers. Great escape. Yeah. Um, is on, and uh, we beat them. We go out the relegation zone with uh, a few games to play. Yeah. Uh, we obviously got some tough fixtures after that, so this is really important that we win it. Mm. Um, so yeah we just let's go Northampton recite the Lord's Prayer in the dressing room and yeah. then um, you know get their three points uh, I think 2-0 two, two Rovers 2-0 Rovers yeah 2-0 Rovers okay. Luke, Luke McCormack to notch both you're <laughs> right <laughs> couldn't think of any other player you'd say to score well, no one else is scoring are they exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there we have it Forest to beat Bristol City at 3-1 yeah. and Rovers to win at Northampton 2-0. You heard it here first. You read. <laughs> uh, so, that's that. Yeah, another episode ticked off. So if you enjoyed this podcast, the best way to help us out is by subscribing. And you can even give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or, if you really wish, you can sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, fascist goal. Uh, we have some exciting news potentially coming up in the coming days so watch our twitter yeah that's at brizzle kicks pod and get involved drop us a tweet have a vote on the brizzle 11 and we'll be back in just over a week's time so don't forget to tune in then 